Coyotes podcast. Don't forget to uh, hit that like button. Subscribe wherever you get your podcast and leave slam us a five-star review. It. I'm Petey. This is Craig S. Morgan. And again, no Leah Mara. Leah, Leah's got the day off today. I'm still trying to sort some stuff out after getting back in the country. So it's just Craig and I again. So that means I'm, I'm in charge of ads. Wait, let me see your hands for a second. Any, uh, any paint on those Oh, hands? buddy. I don't even got to talk about painting. I, I, I have a, a new level. I, I, I don't mind painting, but I have a new level of respect for people that do that for a living. It It's the tedium that you want to get it right, but then by the time you just want to get it done, then it's not right. It's been a tough two days, and I'm nowhere close. Yeah. Well, at least uh, you guys chose the right color right off the bat, and it was an easy process. <laughs> Did you already talk about that? Did you talk about it on air? No. We you screwed up the color. Yet. No. Painted two walls. Got up the next morning and go, you know what? I don't, I don't know if that color is going to match. Oh, boy. And so when I say we, I mean my wife. And so the, then we had to go back and do everything that it took me to do in one whole complete day and do it all over again. But now it looks great. So it's great. So, Craig, we're, we're ready to talk hockey. And the good news is now this team is back from Australia. And now they're going to proceed with training camp. One of my big questions before we get into mailbag, mailbag Monday on a Thursday is, what does this look like now that this team, the NHL group, they've this is your NHL group of 25, yeah. are they going to continue to practice together? Or are those some of the things we're going to find out as the days progress? I think we're going to find it out today because we're going to run up there right after this. So. Can you tweet that out? Yeah. Because I, I really want to know. I'm curious about how everything's going to look. Is it going to look like a regular camp now for for ten days? I don't like. I'm I'm wondering if everybody's even recovered yet. Yeah, Have I mean, you? I know they gave them a couple of days off. I I gotta be honest. Like the last two nights, I've woken up in the middle of the night. Like, okay, what's going on here? How do you? And, and, and in all seriousness, how do you physically feel? Are you beat? I'm not beat, but I'm definitely not on the right clock yet. And yeah, because crazy they, that it's taking this long. You look at what they did, and they also played hockey. Yeah, on top of that. Yeah, you saying what I did wasn't yeah, that yeah. hard? Yeah, not that okay. hard. You guys drove around in a car and looked at lighthouses. Um, but. But the, so I, I just wonder if, yeah, if they, you know, like it takes time. It does. And so we'll, we'll see how they go when they get to the but ice. you got to get down to it too, right? Like no. there's not much time left before they got to make final no. cuts and let's go. Well, these two games this weekend are going to be really important. They go to they go to Vegas tomorrow and then they go to um, Palm Springs on Sunday to face an Anaheim team. I think that will really start to see. I don't see a large contingent of the guys that went to Australia playing in the game tomorrow in, in, in you Vegas. Would not, right? I would think that that would be a, just a smattering. You yeah. throw a few guys in, but I'd be surprised if you see a lot. And then I think starting Sunday, you've got three games to go. Starting Sunday, leading up to Tucson next Saturday, they've got to play. Right, and you would think the Tucson game is basically going to be the I NHL think, team. It's usually I, how it goes. So I would but think who knows this year? The Saturday game in Tucson, which we will be be at, and and we'll, we'll talk about plans for that as the week progresses. But I think when you look at that game on Saturday, Craig, I think I, I'd like to say it's going to be a hundred percent the starting roster, but just from experience, that last day they may have one. I, I don't think it's going to be roster decision. I don't think that's fair. I, I think they've they've pretty well. We'll talk about that later. But they yep. pretty well got their twenty five guys. It's it's who's going to be the twenty guys starting that game, and I think those questions may still be um, needed to be answered with the fourth line spot or that seventh D or, or whatever. So I think that that's that's going to have to get answered, and that could. Take all the way until next Saturday. It could, yeah. And we'll get talking more about those names and who is on those bubble on the bubble as the week progresses and some of those names. And maybe later today. We'll see how this goes. But for now, Craig's internal clock is so off 
that it's Mailbag Monday, but it's not Mailbag Monday. It's Mailbag Thursday. So it's completely different than Mailbag Monday. It's not even close to Mailbag because it's Mailbag Thursday. Yeah. So I think without further ado, I think it's time to start answering questions. And oh, you got to put glasses on. Buddy, I got to see. You're so vain. Like, you're so vain. You got to clean them. Do we get copyrighted if I sing it really close to the way Carly Simon sang it? You're not going to sing it anywhere near you don't how think? Carly Simon I kind of thought it, so I sounded a little bit like her. But is that why you don't wear the glasses? Because of your vanity? No, it's because they drive me crazy. Okay. I just don't like That's wearing fair. glasses. But I don't even need them. These are just for fashion. No, it's not true. <laughs> That's not true. Okay, Craig, let's start with question. He has a different pair for cocktail parties. That's true. Yep. Question yep. number one. Go ahead. From Cooper Krigbaum. This is a good question, actually. That's this, a good name, too. Really Cooper Krigbaum. Just had lunch with Cooper last week. Did you week. really? Yeah, I did. Well, not last week because I was in Australia last Buddy, week. Buddy. Already. You are all screwed A couple up. weeks ago. What's up, Cooper? Good. This is a good question. Good question. Who, in your opinion, needs to prove the most in 2023-24? It could be a prospect or a player. Craig, I got a few names to throw out. If we're looking at prospects, I can think of three guys, and one guy's name sounds an awful lot like prospect. It's Ivan Prozvatov. There's a guy in in the last year of his contract really hasn't taken the steps that they feel he should have taken by now. And look, goaltending, we know it can be crazy sometimes. The, the development curve can be well. You can have a guy get to 28 and suddenly figure it out and become. Uh, a really good NHL goaltender. So there's time you don't want to you don't want to cut the core too soon, but he needs to show more consistency than he has. So he's going to get that chance in Tucson, but he's got some pressure now with Matt Vialta there as well, who's pushing him, pushing him for the net. John Ferguson told me that he's going to push him to be the number one. So we'll see how that goes. That's one guy. Two more guys that I look at. One guy that just signed Yan Yanik, who has. I don't know if it's even fair to say he's tapered off a bit. He just had sort of a hot start and got people excited because of the sandpaper style of his game, but hasn't come along, hasn't really established that consistency either. So that's another guy. I'm not going to hog all the guys, so I'll, I'll, I'll just shut no, up. No, I, I think you're right. right and I, I think there's a couple things. I'll start right at the top, and, and I'll start with Clayton Keller. Yeah. And I okay. think you, you're you're talking about a player that's on the precipice of being one of the best players to ever play in this jersey here in Arizona. You look at him tying Keith Kachuk's all-time points record well in Arizona. It's important that he – I'm not saying he has to beat that record this year. I'm not saying he has to match that record. I'm just saying he has to be a huge contributor on the offensive side of the puck for this team this year to show that he's continuing on that path of, you know what, dude's an all-star, yeah. and he belongs there. So I think it's important for him. And when you talk about prospects – Gosh, I think with this year's rookie tournament, we saw so many names that I think there are so many players that are right on the edge of being that prospect. Let's throw out Josh Doan. I think Josh Doan's got, it's an important year. I don't think he's got a lot to prove. Yeah. I think it's an important year for him. And then two guys that probably won't be here um, that are going to go back to juniors are Maverick Lamoureux and Connor Geeky. I think this is the year, you know, you talked about Maverick Lamoureux starting off with an injury last year. I think those two players, I know Connor Geeky wanted to make this team. I, I still don't think he's going to be able no. to find a, a spot this season. I think it's important for those two players to go back to junior and blow it up. Yeah. I mean, be all-stars, be leaders, play in all situations. And for Connor Geeky, he needs to be one of the leaders of the Western League. I mean, he's got to be on in the— with uh, In Wenatchee. Constantine. Yeah. Who boy. See, you know, we're not—that's it. We're not going to talk about him today. Not today. But, <laughs> right. But, yeah, yeah well, I, I think those are the people that I anyway, think are— I got a couple more names to throw in the mix. Uh, Victor Soderstrom's another guy who— When are we going to stop saying it's important yeah, here for him? Yeah, I know. It, but, you know, he's, he's not under contract after this season, and— 
at some point you're going to say, okay, I, I just haven't seen the progression. Do we want to commit to this guy? We're, we're seeing this prospect pool grow and grow and grow each year. They have a lot of draft picks again next season that they're going to want to pump into the system. I'm not saying that they all have to be signed right away, but there's, there's going to come points soon where he either needs to show it or I don't know if he's a part of their future. And I know some people like what he did last year, I guess. I think he still needs a lot of work in the defensive zone. Um, and Petey, when I look at a player of his style, I look for that dynamic play, right? I, I just don't see it with him. He's an okay skater. He's not. It's not a deficiency in this game. I know some people think he's a really good fluid skater. I, I don't think he is. I think he's a, an average skater. He doesn't give him a dynamic element really anywhere. I think he can run a power play at the offensive blue, but is that enough to be an NHL regular? I need to see more from him. Yeah, it's funny because we talked about this last year. He has to have a good year. And we talked about it the year before. He's got to have a good year. It, it's to the point where... When the offensive defenseman, as you said, needs to be dynamic. And I'll go over to Kyle Capabianco, who's a player that I watch play in the American League. Mm -hmm. And you go, oh, my. Kyle Capabianco in the American League was unreal. Was unreal. He was yeah. high end, carried the puck from end to end, was an all-star in the American League, ate all kinds of minutes for Tucson, was phenomenal. He just couldn't translate that here. Victor hasn't reached that level down there yet. Yeah. He hasn't made the, wow, did you see that play Victor made last night? Or, gosh, he went end to end. So if you can't <clears throat> translate and do it down there, and then you come here where the decisions need to be made much, much quicker, like insanely quicker. And I don't think he's fast enough. So if you're not going to be fast enough, you better be an elite puck mover. And I don't, I, and I'm not disparaging him. He did do some nice things, but but right now this team has eight defensemen on the roster and I'm guessing they probably carry seven. Yeah. And he, is he in the seven? I don't think he is. I, I think he's the odd man out at least right now. Like, yeah. And that's where one of those it, discussions. The other, come up. the other situation is like, you, you don't want him in the seventh slot. No. Barely playing. You want him developing. Yes. So Travis Dermott is a much more logical player or or Josh Brown or Troy Stetcher, one of those guys, veterans who can be in that role and still understand how to bring it when they are in the lineup periodically. Craig, I, I do have to ask you about Victor Soderstrom, though. If, 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 and I'm not saying they're going to, but if they do send him down to Tucson and, and he has more of a leadership role, is that okay for his development? I think it is still. I, again, defensemen come along at a slower rate. We, we've seen this. Not all of them, obviously. We're going to talk uh, probably soon. I'm hoping to write a story on Max Zuber, who's probably exceeded expectations to this point, but often that position, which I still think is a hard position to play in this game, takes a longer time to develop. So it's, it's okay. But like, if they do send him down, like you said, you need to see him grab the bull by the horns and, and show up this season, not just be okay. You know, he looks okay. No, he needs to be one of the best players on this team. Maybe one of the best players in the AHL. Because I don't think now, I, I don't think good enough is good enough anymore. No. This organization good enough was good enough yeah. a year ago and maybe two years ago. It's not good enough anymore. Yeah. You got to be better. And I think that's the way this, this organization is trending up and you got to be better than good enough. Okay. Let's get into some. Oh, let me throw a few veteran names in before oh. we move on to the next question. When you think of guys that are on prove it deals, you got Jason Zucker. Yeah. You got Matt Dumba. They're looking for their next contract. Yep. So absolutely have something to prove and they'll get their chance. They're going to get real opportunity. We've talked about this. Even guys like Troy Stetcher and Travis Dermott. Again, same situation, right? Where are they playing next year? They don't know. You got to show teams. If it's not the Coyotes, you need to show other teams around the league. You still got something. You've got something to contribute so you can get another contract. And I think all those guys you mentioned, it's interesting because Stetcher is a guy that you, you just watch and, 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 Gets picked up at the trade deadline. Why? Because he doesn't doesn't defend great. He's not offensively great. He just does everything 
good. And yeah. he, I tell you what, he defends his stick. And for a slight guy, he's got that little spark, that little drive. He's got mm-hmm. that little something. So you, you, you're good with him in your lineup because he can. It's not sandpaper even. It's just that little spark. Yeah. And he's he has that. The he one that's yeah. the curious, the, the yeah. one that you mentioned to me. I think Dumba and Zucker are both going to have to prove themselves to get back where they want their careers to be. Dermot's the one that's interesting to me yeah. because of all the injury problems he had. And it's Soderstrom and Dermot that are really fighting for that last D job. So uh, I'm curious to see as he progresses during this training camp where he ends up. All right, let's move on to the next one. This is important. By the way, I'm I'm really going to try <laughs> to keep up with the chat today. I'm really going to try. Right. Devastating wind. And yet this is going to be more meaningful on the YouTube than it is on audio. Is this the reverse retro 3.0? Please, question mark. And it is the old Flying Fox, if you're listening on audio. the old, or As I call it, the Greyhound bus logo. Yes, it is the Greyhound bus logo. Yeah. What do you think? Should that be the reverse retro 3.0, Craig? I think everybody that has followed me for any amount of time knows that I do not think this should be the... This is the literally the only Coyotes logo that I have not liked in their entire history because their, their uniform history is one of the best in the NHL. But this one... Yeah, not a big fan. I disparage this. Obviously, I disparage this. I just called it the Greyhound Bus logo. Um, but to have a little fun with this, I I challenged a few people in the uh, in the mailbag that I wrote for today to say, okay, if you want this to be the reverse retro, let's see your submissions. Go ahead and create something. We we want to see what you got. So feel free to share that. Yeah, either here if you got it now or in the Discord. We we'd love to see what you come up with. Yeah, I. I, I... <sighs> I, the only the only thing I like about this is that patch. That's where the paw patch came in. That's right. It had a patch on the shoulder with a little paw on it, and I thought that was kind of cool because I, I I think it had the A in it too. It had the A in the patch and the in the paw. Do you paw. like the logo? No. <laughs> okay. I don't think anybody wait, likes the wait, logo. Wait, I got to get DP's uh, opinion here too on on he, the, he, all things fashion goes to DP. Yeah, no, that's an awful. I think it's awful <laughs> jersey. I mean, the logo isn't even my problem. It's like this weird piping on the sleeves and yeah. the sides. I don't really just I don't like the design. It's like they threw it. piping in just to throw it in. Yeah, it's just a little weird to me. Uh, uh there's a just it doesn't seem very cohesive. Sammy D or loves well the logo. thought out. Mm-hmm. There are a few people that are absolutely love this. Love it. What about the logo itself? What what's your thoughts on the logo? Uh <laughs> It's just by far the worst logo that this organization has ever had. Like, it's just not even in the same. Even the Hulling head is significantly better than that, in my opinion. And I don't even I'm not a huge fan of that logo. So, uh, yeah, it's it's I don't think it's terrible on it in its own right. But when you have the logos and the branding that this team does, that's not good. Enough. Can I can I ask a question about it, though? And this comes this always was it, I, I think of this with Jersey logos. I think of it with commercials on TV that I, I always picture a group of executives sitting around a board room table going, yeah, that's a great idea. I love it. And not one person can stand up and go, God, buddy, I, I don't know. That's a bad idea. Whether it's a commercial or an ad or right. or a jersey. Can't somebody go, gosh, that really looks they got to do focus bad. groups, right? Yeah. at least put it in front of someone and say, what do you think? Or do so, you? So, yeah, I don't know. I like, I, I don't know the history I, of the, I, it's the not Greyhound Bus logo if they actually put so it in front no. of people and they said, oh, wow, that's that's fire. So they went with it. Tim likes the logo, too. I'm just saying, no. No. We have a super chat by our good friend, Altex. From St. Louis area, a five dollars super chat from Altex. I don't think he has to prove it, but I hope my new favorite Alex Kerfoot. So we got a new favorite Alex yeah. Kerfoot scores a few. There's the announcement. Jersey is out for delivery right now. He bought a new jersey. He bought Kerfoot, and he's got Bukestad because I saw it online. So Altex, thanks for the super chat. We appreciate it. I yeah. think Alex Kerfoot's gonna have an, another guy that needs to uh, 
I not only needs to, I think he will be an important piece because he can play up and down the lineup. By the way, we're about to find out if Altex has an actual curse. We'll see what happens. Oh my to Alex God! Foot up to this season. Yeah, we, everybody we he likes. They're gone. Yeah. So they get traded. Where's Zach? <gasps> We'll find out. We'll find out. All text. We'll, we'll, yeah, we'll get some definitive proof. Buddy. Anyway, okay. One more question on the jersey before yes. we go. And I think you've brought this up before. When it comes to reverse retros, how do you feel about teams using colors that really aren't in their color scheme? No. I think yeah. it, part of being a reverse retro, I think you have to have a colors. So here's the question. Like, And I'll bring up my, my home state, Minnesota. Minnesota. So they're there the Minnesota is. Wild, but they're taking the Minnesota North Stars color scheme. For their jerseys, but the Minnesota North Stars actually moved to Dallas. So should it be the Dallas Stars reverse retros or Minnesota's? It's a conundrum. I'm so confused. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Okay. So I think you have to have your colors. The answer is yes. So back to hockey. Okay. For the third question. From Todd York. What are the similarities and differences in the way this management team is handling third overall pick Logan Cooley? Versus the way prior management handled third overall pick, Dylan Strom. And as I said, and, and what's up, Todd? It's good to hear from you. Todd's a longtime follower. Um, I'm going to throw one more player in the mix. We'll go way back to the only other number three, three overall pick. pick. They've had Kyle Turris back in 2007. So let's talk about this. Petey, you were on the inside, so I'm, I'm guessing you have much better insight. But on the outside, to me, looking at the, that team back in 2007, the team in, you know, when we're talking about Dylan Strom in 2015 and the team now, it's a matter of resources as much as anything. They have so many more resources devoted to development, nutrition, sleep science, all the, all these things. It just feels like they're paying more attention to all of those areas. So they're giving players every possible advantage now. And I don't think that was the case with the Coyotes in the past. And I think there's a that's absolutely true. And I think that this this force under Bill Armstrong has been mm -hmm. development. It's a huge process. The one thing that I, I look at when you compare these players is, is let's just compare the players. Yeah. Let's say Tourist, Strom, and Cooley. If you redrafted all three of those drafts, Dylan Strom's not third. He's not third. He might not be five. He might not be 10. So if you redraft Cooley, arguably, I think Cooley may be one. Yeah. And I, if you held the draft years. today, yeah, after that goal he got in Australia, <laughs> he's one. And Kyle Turris isn't isn't three either. I, I don't. I think Cooley's the better player. So I think that, that that puts him a leg up on what his development path is going to be. The the other issue too is I'm not sure Turris was put in the right situation his first day as a Coyote. I think under Wayne Gretzky, he was thrown into the, hey, your power play, your penalty killer, your first line, you're playing all the time. And I don't know if that was the best thing for his development. They put him in a too large of a role to start with. Um, I think with Dylan Strom, it was more of the, almost the opposite. We kept waiting, kept waiting, kept mm -hmm. waiting. And I think the onus falls on the player more than it does on the management. And I look at Cooley and you don't hear from Cooley, all, even with the great goal, you don't hear from Bill. Everything's running around Logan Cooley. Not at all. Yeah. We're, we're going to let him develop. And, and probably with veteran players, and he probably, you know, he'll get power play time, but he's not playing with Clayton Keller, at least now. So I, I really think it you, they're different because of the players, not so much because of the management. Yeah, I, I think that's fair. And when, when, I mean, Kyle Turris is a tough one for it me is. because the, I, I don't think it was managed well on a number of fronts, but the, the player also was an issue. We know there were issues in the, in the room with, with the veteran players and Kyle Turris. He, he rubbed people the wrong way. I mean, honestly, he rubbed Shane Doan the wrong way. And you got to work really hard to rub Shane Doan the wrong way. So yeah. that that says something about how the player approached it. And I think Kyle Turris matured more. And in, 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 I know what 
he admitted that he made some mistakes when he was a younger player when I interviewed him later on. But that was a big factor. I think he had some of the skill set that you're looking at at that position, at least with Dylan Strom. Everybody was saying at the time, yeah, but his skating in today's NHL, can that really work? Well, I mean, he's a he's a productive player, mm-hmm. but number three overall pick? No, he, he just shouldn't have been picked. I don't know why he was a consensus number three overall pick. To me, that was a mistake on, on the part of the scouting world to have him number three overall. There were better players after him. We, we found out there were better players. In fact, there were people inside the Coyotes organization that didn't want to draft Dylan Strom, including the coach and the GM. They wanted to take someone else, so that 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 definitely yep. factored into all of it. With with Logan Cooley, I mean, you watch the player and you're like, okay, he, he's he's a dynamic player. And did we see that? I don't recall seeing that out of Dylan Stroman in his first no. training camp. No, they go, oh no. I mean, on the power play, he can get pass some points. The puck. Like it was a, he's he's a, a very good passer, right? But yeah. Yeah, he's good on the power play when he's The skating was an issue. You could see the skating was an issue the whole time he was here. Yeah, and it, and it still is. He, yeah. he gets points because he plays. And I, I, not taking it away from Dylan Strome, he's an everyday NHL player. Yep. And if you get drafted and play every day in the NHL, you are a really good hockey player. So I'm not taking anything away, but yeah. he never did. And, and Logan Cooley's literally been in camp for a week, and he put up one of the best goals this franchise. I know it's in preseason. I understand that. I'm not saying well, I'm not right. He's not getting the MVP award, but 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 in training camp he wowed us yeah why would us like a yeah. whoa and and kopitar and, and um kempi were on the ice defending that play like that was our first line for the la kings was on the ice yeah, and that's the point that i'm making to people too is it, it may have been preseason but it was against an nhl team la only took 27 players yeah. over to melbourne you were you were seeing their nhl roster by and large so he did do it against nhl players but going back to something you said originally with how bill is treating this yeah they're not saying yeah every, oh, logan cooley everything's about him right now they're bringing him along. They, they have the right people around him. Jason Zucker's on his wing. We're seeing them manage him in every way yeah. possible to help his development. And all those other things that I talked about, the development staff that, that they have in place, uh, all the all the science that they've added to the mix, all of that is going to help Logan Cooley. I don't think we ever saw that with the K. I know we didn't. They, yeah. I mean, there was no investment before because you didn't have ownership investment for a time. It was the league owning the team. You just didn't have people putting those kinds of dollars and resources toward developing players that the Coyotes have now. And if you want to watch that, the best place to watch all of your hockey action is on Fubo TV. I don't know if they had. Well, I guess they'd have Fubo in Australia. It's just the internet, right? I, I do. They know asked. how that works. Yeah, we're all. I don't know. We'll have to call no Fubo TV. Fubo TV dot com backslash phnx. So you can get. You know, it's this weekend. College football again. Yep. College football. Pro football. And there's no better place to watch it on Fubo. Watch all of your favorite college football and NFL with Fubo TV. Go to www.fubotv.com slash phnx. That's www. I come I say two W's. Www.do Do we even say that anymore? I don't even say that anymore. HTTPS yeah, backslash backslash colon. Um, Fubotv.com backslash phnx to sign up for 15% off your first month of Fubo Pro TV. So you don't watch hockey all year. You got to get your Fubo. Because you don't know where things are anymore, especially in this streaming world. Go to Fubo because it's all right there. And then the other thing you need now that Craig's back in the country, Craig can finally enjoy himself some OGs to help him get back into the correct time zone, cure the jet lag, get the strawberries and cream, sit back, relax, 
and fade away with OGs. Check out our friends at OGs Brands for yourself and try one or a few of their many delicious flavors. Check them out across all socials at OGs Brands and online at OGsBrands.com to find them at a local dispensary near you. You must be 21 to enjoy responsibly, and I am all about the orange creamsicle. Just saying. You? I, I like the orange cream. Yeah, it's I good. actually finally tried Leah's strawberries cream and cream. I'm cream. Yeah, sickle. well, strawberries and cream is probably still my favorite. DP, I know DP it has doesn't. a different take, maybe. Bye. Well, I mean, the pink lemonade was the best flavor I've had, but obviously that was limited edition. Yeah, so limited edition. You had to be I, there. I mean, I'm just all over the, the cream. Either the, uh, the strawberries and cream or the, the orange cream. So cool. Those are my yep. two. <sighs> Look at Todd York. I, 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 by the way, with Todd York's emoji, is that what we call those? Is that an emoji? It's his profile picture? profile picture? Profile picture, avatar, whatever you want. Avatar. To that was the word I was thinking of. Yeah. Thanks, Todd York. He's got a cat. The very good, good from cat. Todd. He's good. I, yeah. I, yeah, good. Are we ready to get back to You're questions? You're welcome, Todd. Yeah, that was a good question, so it was worth diving into. You ready? Yeah. More questions? Let's go. <sighs> Caleb's probably working right now, teaching America's youth. Caleb, dangle, snipe, belly. I, I, I haven't seen Caleb, but I bet we see him down in Tucson or some, somewhere soon. Caleb's question. You can pluck one guy that hasn't been an all-star from any team in the league and put him on the Yotes. Who are you taking? Craig S. Morgan on the spot. Not an all-star. Who do you take? Connor Bedard, obviously. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Is that cheating? That's cheating. Hey, listen, <laughs> listen I, I am within the rules. This is not cap circumvention. I am within the rules of the of the, the question. These were the parameters. A guy who has not been an all-star. Connor Bedard has not been an all-star yet. He will be in a few months. But I'm taking Connor Bedard. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. Though. Will he be the all-star this year? Of course he Blackhawks? will be. Are you kidding? Automatic. Me? So either, are you going to give the sh- one of the worst teams in the league going to give them two or three? Maybe, probably because it's probably Chicago. Chicago. Yeah. Typical. It's already rigged. Probably they already have the jersey printed. Um, probably give them their where's money the back. Game? You know, Do we know to... where the All-Star game is? Is it in Vegas? No. No, that was before. I don't even remember. I don't know. Somebody. We, we still know where the draft somebody is. Somebody look it up. CWP. Where is, where is it? CWP. You would know. Where is, where is it? Um, it's Toronto. Oh, it's in Toronto. Ooh. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, Cause, Connor Bernard. Because Leah Merrill might be going. She's talking about going. Connor Bernard is going. Yeah, of course he's oh, going. Buddy. Like on that yeah. stage. Yeah, you kidding? So me? he'll be an all star. He'll bring yeah. the, he'll bring the uh, two million dollars that the Blackhawks got so, fined recently. Uh, you know, he'll probably get that back too. So I follow the assignment. Chicago, Sorry. a little closer to the rules. So I, I, I think that this team needs more than anything is, is defense. We talked about where this team needs. Uh, clearly, Connor Bernard. Uh, yes, put him on. But can you imagine Bernard and Cooley. No. Can you imagine if they did Team North America no. again? Let's do playing together. Buddy, we'll talk about that. That's another idea for a show. Good Lord. Um, but there are some other guys I really like around the league at the back end especially. And I think where this team needs to be better at is at the defense to take that that next step. And we're going to throw it. Sean DePaz threw it Owen Power. Yeah, he he brought that up that from Buffalo. It's a good call. He's yet to be an all-star because Rasmus Dahlin was. Um, Jacob Slavin. Who, who's, That's a great pick. I tell you what, Jacob Slavin is so Underappreciated no in this league because of that market. Yeah, it, it, the kid yeah. can defend, and he's offensive. He's a great, he, two-way he's player. A great two-way player. Really good defender. Can move, can move the puck, and can defend. If you're going to start a franchise with him, I, I really like him in the back end. Josh Manson's a name that's interesting in Colorado. He's one of those role defensemen. I don't think he's a one-two, but he's a three-four that can really play physical and he's more offensive than you think. We need another Manson in Arizona anyway. So, what's going on? I had to think with that. What we had to need another Manson. Yeah, his dad. Yeah, yeah, he was here. Yeah, the franchise. Okay, okay, okay. Just did, Zach Whitecloud. I, 
got to check on this one. Tom what? Wilson has, first of all, Petey put Tom Wilson on this list. Has Tom he, Wilson has never been an All-Star? I don't know. I didn't do that much research. <laughs> I just put him on my list. <laughs> right. If if he hasn't, can you imagine Tom Wilson playing here and, and well, people having to cozy up to Tom Wilson? But but here's the deal with Tom Wilson. And I, and I think, hey, I, there's some days I don't like how he plays. And, and I've been in debates with a lot of hockey people on, on Tom Wilson. I, I think in this never market, been an all-star. For this, he has not. Nope. There you wow. go. Not been an all-star. So in this market, he's a guy that you know is on the ice all the time when he's on the ice. Be aware. Get your head up. But not only does he have that, he's also... An offensive scoring threat. So you want to get some protection around Logan Cooley? Oof. Put Tom Wilson on the wing. Yikes. Yeah, nobody's going to be messing with you now, kid. You're going to be just fine. We got a super chat. Another super chat from Roaring Fork 78. $1.99 super chat. Does the S in Craig's name stand for Spicoli? <laughs> I, I don't know. I really well, don't we were know. we just talking about OGs, so maybe that's where that, that came uh, from. It could be. Yeah. I don't know. Is that a secret? I think we've disclosed at once. It's boring, like Scott or Steve, right? I have never been baked in a van before. I can tell you that. So, but I don't, maybe we should keep it a secret. Okay. I think we've released it once, but let's just pretend it's something really cool. And let's <laughs> take people in the chat, their thoughts on what the S in Craig S. Morgan stands for. There you go. Throw it out. I know he's, See what re- you got. he's revealed it in the show, but let's go with the S. Be nice. And Craig S. Morgan. Well, <laughs> yeah, moderately nice. This is a family show most of the time. Not all the time. Can we go to the next question? Let's go to the last question. The last question in today's Craig's Thursday mailbag edition of the PHNX Coyote Show. From Wyatt Larkin. How did the fact that Tourigny negotiated his contract without being represented by an agent shape the negotiation process? Yeah, I actually talked to Andre about this when I did that Q&A. Right before we did our infamous show at the Ice Den where... uh, we talked about maple syrup, oh, geez, your favorite Christ. topic. Um, I think it made it easier. <laughs> that stands for Stairmaster. That's it, Craig Stairmaster. That's right. For the mullet. Brilliant. Secret Sorry. agent. I like that. Uh, I think it made it easier. Uh, and, and Andre talked about this. Like a, when he signed his initial contract, he's like, I, I don't need an agent at that point. You know, you're looking for opportunity. But he thought maybe if if it got to the point where it was contentious at all, then he would probably hire an agent this time around. He had someone in mind. But he was hoping that wouldn't happen because, as he said, it's a guy you go into the trenches with every day, Bill Armstrong. These guys are partners. You don't want to have an all-out battle with the guy you go in the trenches with and then suddenly, okay, you got to come back and everything's all good. It's like it's like arbitration, right? Yeah. Like you, you got to hear – you got to talk shit about each other and then the next day, hey, we love you as a player. That's That's a bad situation. So he was hoping that it would be smooth and he said as long as it was smooth and they offered something that was fair – it was going to be easy, and that's why he didn't hire an agent because, in fact, the process was smooth and easy. He felt like the term and the dollar that they offered him was fair. It was fair compensation for what he's done at this point. So there we are. We arrived at this place. So you, you got to love that, actually. It, it is, you know, it's interesting that, that a lot of coaches out there do have agents to negotiate their deals, and this is probably one of the biggest reasons why they do it. But in Andre's case, and I guess it's classic Andre, right? No, I didn't need that. I, I was content. I, I believed that they would do what was right, and in the end, they did. Do you have a sense, though, Craig, uh, of the ones you mentioned that that coaches, I think now more than ever, have agents because the money, the dollars are just getting yeah. so much larger than they do. But do you feel the trend is more with coaches that were players? Or is it just in general, these coaches now have such a big profile, there's so much money that they do need an agent to represent them? I think a lot of coaches, I, it, well, we, I mean, obviously, we know, we know a couple in the past, Dave Tibbet and uh, 
Rick Tockett, who were former players. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I don't know. I've never done that breakdown to see if it, it, it skews one way or another, but I just think it's prevalent in general because these guys don't want to be doing that sort of negotiation with the GM. But you also find though that, and, and I guess I understand Craig my players. Sinbin Morgan. I know Seamus. I like Seamus too, <laughs> by the way. Uh, where was the one that was up a little bit? Sh- that was actually really shut your pie hole, Morgan. <laughs> that still needs to be a t-shirt. I don't, t-shirt, I don't care what anybody says, but yep. I think um, uh, getting back to the coaches and their agents, it's, it's, I understand with players because it has to be plus there's so many details in a player's contract that you have to get right that you better have an agent. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But I, I liken the coaches more to just you and your job. You, there's a salary survey. Everybody knows what everybody makes. Mm-hmm. I've been in the league this long. I've got this many wins. I've got a team that does this. I fall in here. Yeah. Here's my range. Now, I, I, I would I go in and say I'm I'm on the higher end of that range. Of course I would. But I would say I'm in that range. And then management come back. Well, I don't know if I need to pay a guy a percentage point to get me what it, what I've already got slotted. But That's to fair. your point, if if I'm asking for three and the team's saying one point five, well, this is going to be a problem. We're going to be arguing, and this is going to be awful. I better yeah. get an agent. Yep. And I think that that's where the 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 the, the change is made. Yeah, you're probably right. There's there's not as much complexity in a coaching contract as there is in a player contract. So you can just get an idea of as long as you're realistic, right? Like. You can't say, oh, you know, I belong up in, you know, John Cooper range already. Do we need agents here? Hmm. Sean, do we need agents here? Huh. I never thought about it, but maybe. I don't know. I'm not so good at that. I don't know if I can find. I've always been a guy. Well, no, I tried in plenty of times. Always going to represent. No, you you don't want it. Here's my negotiations. Um, I'd like a raise. No. Oh, okay. (laughs) Okay. That's it. Contract negotiations. Here's your offer. Take it or leave it. Or you can leave. Okay. Thank you. And you think I'm kidding. That is actually how it went. And I don't know if you looked around the studio today. Sean DePaz was rushing around, as he often does, rushing around. Because we give him too much to do. I know. We're not not supposed to touch anything. They don't trust us. Yeah, that too, right? And they shouldn't trust you We should tell people what we're talking about there. Like, on these sets... We're not supposed to touch anything. Yep. Like just hands off. Don't move a chair. Literally don't, move don't a trust us to. They don't we figure we're going to break a chair if we move a chair. And so Leah might. She spills stuff. I don't know if she breaks stuff. She spills stuff. She does spill stuff. It's been it's documented. Yeah, it is. So maybe that's why. But the producers are supposed to set up the entire. Yeah. In fact, Sean was tweaking the set right before we went. Yes. Out. He saw like a soft spot, open an space. open spot in in the set. And we shouldn't us, have any which, open spaces of because of our notice. good friends at Foco that provide us with bobbleheads, trinkets, anything that you see on our mostly in our other set. But you, but they're but it's taken care of by Foco. And they uh, any team you want college stuff. I'm getting me some bib overalls. DP is going to be rocking some Syracuse orange bib overalls soon. Can you see that with no like I can see it with like him. a muscle you, shirt, a muscle mm. shirt and Syracuse orange mm. bibs, buddy. I think he should. I think he should rock in it. But you know what? Yeah. And by the way, can I say something about Foco? And all every ad seems to be Buffalo related. Like it's Buffalo Bills. Like why? There are other teams in other sports. Anyway, Foco, they have your back for Arizona sports, and they have your. Oh wait, they always have our back for Arizona sports, and they have your back too. Just I can't read. Get the best gear around by visiting www. I won't say that anymore. Foco.com and using the code PHNX for all non-presale items and use the promo code PHNX for 10% off at Foco. And these are the next Shady Rays. Buddy, Shady Rays, did you bring yours to Australia? Yeah, I did. Because you had to because you guys went sightseeing. Oh, boy. I don't think I would have gone. I think I would have stayed in the hotel. It I could have still used We didn't need our Shady yeah, Rays. I would never left the hotel we in the rain. Zero chance. I wouldn't have left in the rain. I wouldn't have. <laughs> Bye, guys. Have fun.
I'll be in the hotel. There's a marathon of murder, she wrote. But Shady Rays in Arizona, absolutely have to have them protect your eyes. Put them a pair. And you, you know what? Boy, because of their price point, you can have a pair in the car. You can have a pair at the house. You can have a pair at your desk. So you're covered with Shady Rays literally everywhere. So get yourself your Shady Rays exclusive for our listeners. Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the season. Go to ShadyRays.com and use the code PHNX and get 50% off two-plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the Shades rated five stars by over 250 thousand people craig do we have another super chat from bees oh my god we got wow. lots of super fights throwing money at us super things bees three bees, of, bees in a while reminds me of my previous career when people were throwing money at me but we won't talk about that i just want to let i just had a, but there was a respectful pause there after that one super chat from bees two dollars from bees pd and craig where has hayton's game grown the most I think this is uh, mini Petey's puck talk, right? I, now. You know what? I think well, so. It's funny because I think we wanted, because of his draft position, we wanted him to be more, more quickly in this league. Mm-hmm. What I think people wanted was that high skilled puck distributor, kind of what we're seeing out of Cooley. I think yeah. the expectations were out of Hayton. It's not his game. Nope. And I think Hayton's game is a 200 foot game, defends extremely well, can kill penalties, great stick. But his biggest improvement to me that has separated him from where he was in his first um, couple of years here was his ability to get to the paint and his ability to get to the net and be a factor. He's stronger, he's bigger, and he can plant himself in front of a goaltender, which a lot of guys can do. But what he can do, hand eye coordination is great. Tips and rebounds, phenomenal. Yeah. So he's been able to help out. He has to draw attention and away. And he works so well with those linemates yes. because of that, right? Right. Hey, and he, he allows them, Keller and Schmaltz, to get more space because you have to defend him in front of the net. So those lanes open up for those two to be better. And I think that's what Barrett Hayton has done. Craig Stripper Morgan, there it is. That's probably what it is. Well, well that carried over. Finally revealed my previous career. And, and I, I, I don't doubt that. Okay, Craig. A couple other things. So those are the questions in okay. the mailbag. Thank I, I've you. Got a, Once again... 55 question mailbag. I am sorry. I have limited it to one question per person, but that that was honestly for my sanity because, wow, you guys bring it. You guys bring it every yeah. time I do this mailbag. I always think, well, this mom, you know, hey, might be a little getting, shorter because not a lot happening. Nobody call in. Nope. Yeah, it happens. No. We'll, we'll get back. And as soon as the season starts, it'll be like 80 questions again. So got to yeah. limit it. I honestly, a lot of good questions. A lot of good questions. Barrett Harder in the Pate Hayden. That, I, I don't mind the intent. It's just not catchy. We could, can we call him Sherwin Williams? Because he gets to the paint. I don't know. There you go. There you I don't go. know. We got to. We got to get a nickname. We 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 do. That's a, that's another show. We need nicknames for the new guys, and we we need to have them. And I don't care Better if they like him or not. Whatever they hand around in the NHL, yeah. yeah. And I, when they have to be important to us, and it only matters to us, and I okay. don't care what anybody else thinks. I like it. Is that fair? Yeah. Let's talk about a couple other things as training camp progresses today. You're going to go out the ice density and get some answers to some of these questions. Um, but, but this team still has to play games. They've got four games left on their training camp schedule, and a lot of questions need to be answered. And I'm just going to fire some at you really quick here. Um, Dylan Gunther. We, what do you see out of Dylan Gunther for this last eight days of training camp? I just, Petey, I think he needs to prove that he can play in that role. I, when I watch him, and I, I don't want to judge so much off of two preseason games on the other side of the world playing with guys he's never played with before. I don't want to jump to those kinds of conclusions. I don't think it's fair. Um, but... I'm not sure yet. I, I'm not convinced yet. He could still convince all of us in the rest of the preseason that Dylan Gunther belongs in a top six role right now. I, I, I just didn't see enough of him. I don't know what you thought watching him, but I didn't see enough of him playing alongside Logan Cooley and Jason Zucker. Yeah. I, uh, first, I want to temper this with Dylan Gunther is going to be a very, very good National Hockey League player. 
He has those tools. I think he's got an elite shot. I think he's got good mm-hmm. vision. He can distribute the puck well. I think he's still on his development path right yep. now. I don't think that he is. I don't think we can automatically anoint him because of what he did. But face it, he did it in junior last year. He wasn't doing that, putting up those numbers in the American League. He did it in junior. And when he was here, he played under 40 games here for the Coyotes. He didn't put up ridiculous numbers. And the the numbers he did put up were on the power play. Yeah, that's the thing. At five on five, he really didn't produce that much. So is it, is it, we talked about Soderstrom going down in his development path and potentially playing in Tucson. What does it do to Dylan Gunther's development path if... He goes to Tucson. Is that even a possibility? I think it's a possibility. And and that story that I wrote, you know, right on the tail end of the Australia trip, I talked to both Bill and Andre about that. And Andre Andre just thinks he's he's tense when he has the puck right now. And and you know, he's 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 gripping the stick. I I don't want to say that. I hate that cliche, to be honest. But he's not confident with the puck right now. He likes his game away from the puck, and that's all important. That's part of the development. And you like to see that in young prospects, knowing that they're going to be responsible away from the puck. But let's be blunt. If you're going to be in a top six role, and when you look at why Dylan Gunther was drafted, he's drafted to score goals. Mm -hmm. That's his strength. He's not showing that right now. And he's got time. He's got plenty. And that's the other thing. Don't freak out. It's okay. Yeah. It's okay. This is what we talk about when you when you want to get the development right. You have to understand where the player is. If he's struggling in a certain area, if he's lacking confidence, okay, maybe move him down a level and let him develop that skill, that confidence. That's all right. That's what you're supposed to be doing with these players instead of rushing them. we got so many people just, like you said, just anointing him. He's got to play top six now. Dylan Gunther's, he's better than all he belongs. Chill the hell out. Let the guy develop at his own pace. He's a really good player with an important skill set. Don't rush it. Don't ruin it by rushing it. And I'm going to talk about another prospect that may be on a different path yeah. that that has played and done everything that has been asked of him. I know you didn't get an opportunity to see much of him because you were in Australia and he was here. But where does Josh Doan fit into this? I don't know now. I mean, and again... Who is he playing against? What's the situation? Has he played against real NHL teams yet? Well, not not so much, right? So temper what he's doing, but at the same time, I mean, he's excelling in those situations. You want to see a guy excel. He's not just excelling. He's He's been the, the best player on the ice, right? They talked about the rookie faceoff. He was the most complete player there. That's a really good sign. And, and when Josh went to Tucson last year, late in the season after leaving ASU, a lot of people are like, eh, should he have stayed at ASU one more year to develop? I'm not sure he's quite ready. And then you talk to Potts, and Potts really liked what he did down there. He played well. He adapted well. He didn't put up huge numbers. He comes back this season after a really good summer, and he's lighting it up. You're, all of a sudden, you're looking at Josh Stone like, wow, how, how quickly is this kid going to make a push? I still think this is a tiny sample, and I still think maybe the best place for him is in Tucson, but... I could see him getting NHL games, and if he continues to progress like this, maybe he's not far off the NHL club. So they've got eight or nine days left. They've got four games left. What would you as management and coaching staff like to see out of Josh Doan in the next eight days? Well, I just want to see more of what he's doing, right? Like, can you do this? Can you keep doing this over the rest of camp? Because then you're you're legitimately giving them a decision to make. And that's what you want, right? You want to make it hard on the coaching staff to make that decision to send you down right now. He's doing that. But again, you got to sustain this. And as they, you know, some of the rosters get whittled down for other NHL teams, if he gets opportunity against NHL guys, you want to see him produce like that. But in all areas, not just 
goal scoring because Josh is a guy who could play fourth line for you, right? I, I, but we know he's a responsible player too. He so he has a lot of elements of his game that can fit. He's it's interesting to me when I saw him play at ASU, and, and this uh, I would tell to to Josh's face. So this isn't going to be. I, I said this guy's not going to play, and that was a, not the mullet year. The year before when we were at at Oceanside, and I watched him play, and I go, he's got a long way to go. Like there were so many deficiencies, but watching how quickly he has handled every challenge he's been given yeah what he's been able to do on his development path uh, i i tell you what the skating's come so far his the skating, skating his so read of the play his ability yeah. to get to the net from his strength he's added weight like i tell you what i would never bet against a dome yeah and speaking of that. betting if i am gonna bet i am gonna bet on the bet mgm sportsbook app <sighs> Sign up for the BetMGM Sportsbook app using the code PHNX. Place your first MGM Sportsbook wager through BetMGM Sportsbook mobile application of at least $10, and you will receive $200 instantly in additional winnings regardless of your wager outcome. Ben, I'll tell you this. I, without BetMGM, I'm not sure I would be glued to the TV on Saturdays. <laughs> My college football day, in the morning, I get on a college game day, and I go, okay, who do they pick? And I, let's go. And I put together a huge parlay, and I've I've hit hit one out of two, but they're really big parlays. Um, I can't wait. And and I'm no not kidding. I sit with BetMGM on my phone all day on Saturdays, and I hit all kinds of stuff on the college game. Now, if you want more details on BetMGM Sportsbook app, check out the show notes for full details. And now listen to Shane talk about the disclaimer. D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Nevada, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-N-Y or text HOPE-N-Y-467-369, New York. Call 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts. 21 plus to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP, Arizona. 1-800-BETS-OFF, Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. 1-800-981-0023, Puerto Rico, in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., New York, or Ontario. Thanks, Brady, for the the hot take. Take KU over Texas. I don't like it, but I I usually do. I, I do dabble because of my wife's connections to, to Kansas. I usually do KU, K-State. I don't always say I pick them to win. In Iowa, Iowa State also get bet on. But everybody that has a car needs gas. And if you don't have a car, you need something to drink and eat. Circle K has got you covered on either front, food or gas or drinks or snacks. And now that you're back in the country... You have Circle K available to you again. Thank goodness, because they are absolutely everywhere in the Valley. And when I say that, I mean it. Look at your drive today and put your head up and just see how many Circle Ks you pass between <laughs> your house and your work. I guarantee it's several of them. Join the Inner Circle today for free by downloading the Circle K app today. And the cir- with the Inner Circle, you get 25 cents off every gallon of gas for your first six fill-ups. Just do it because it's free money. It costs free to download, free to become part of the Inner Circle. And then... You get 25 cents off a gallon. Terms and conditions apply at participating location. Please visit circlek.com for more details. Craig, one more thing. And last question I have before we get out of here on this Thursday, before we have a Friday fun day. You've got an opportunity to see both of the top goaltenders on this team in Australia. Do the Coyotes right now have a clear number one goaltender? I don't think they do. I think I think Connor Ingram has the ability and the opportunity to push Karel Vimelka. I, I, I would still say Karel Vimelka is the incumbent incumbent and he's gonna be the number one guy. It was interesting to me that Connor Ingram started the first game in Australia. I don't want to read too much into that, but 
They signed him to a three-year deal. He's signed for longer than Karel Vimelka. He could be their solution. I've said this before. If Vimelka wants too much in contract negotiations in another year, maybe you move on to Connor Ingram, who really showed a lot in his first season, especially later in the year when he when Corey Schwab said he just gave him a chance to win in every game, which is what you ask your goaltender to do. Again, I, I think Vimelka right now is probably the guy, but he's getting pushed. He's getting pushed by Connor Ingram. And I look at these two goalies, Craig, when they both came in. You look at Vimelka, who was came into rookie camp, and you go, oh, maybe, maybe he'll play in Tucson. Maybe. Mm-hmm. And that year he comes in and takes the number one uh, job. Amazing. Yeah. And, and so you, you you see that path. And then at Connor Ingram, his path is more, hey, this guy's an up-and-comer. Like, yeah. he's the real deal in the American League. He is going to be an NHL goalie. And his path was, hey, there was no secrets about him. There were a lot of teams that were interested in Connor Ingram and what his path was. Hell, Nashville loved to have him right now. And Saros and Ingram, they would love that tandem. Yep. They don't have it because they had to put him on waivers. So I think their paths are a little different. And I think the expectations were Ingram was going to grow into something, where Vimelka just kind of appeared into something. I do think it's going to be something that we sit and watch as this season progresses. I, I agree with you. I think it's Vimelka's... The, the ball's in his court right now. He's the number one de facto guy right now, and Ingram's yeah. going to have to dethrone him. But there were a lot of bright moments in, in Connor Ingram's first season here. So it's it's another thing that we're going to have to keep an eye on. And if you're going to keep an eye on things related to the Arizona Coyotes and all things hockey in the state of Arizona, please tune into the PHNX Coyote Show. Tell your friends to follow hockey. And even if they don't follow hockey, tell them to watch the entertaining show that Craig and I and Sean DePaz and sometimes Leah provide. No, Leah does too. I'm just I'm just teasing. Um, follow us on all social medias, please. Craig S. Morgan. If you're not following him, then you're not getting breaking news from the world of hockey. Sean underscore DePaz, the man, the myth, the legend behind the Mac. I'm at S. Peters Hockey. Leah's at Leah Merrill. She'll be back in the studio tomorrow. Thanks. Please follow us on all shows. Hit that like button, thumbs up. It really helps us out. And we We'll see everybody for a Friday fun day tomorrow. Thanks again. We'll see you on Friday.